I'm Tierra Drake and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African American women who are well established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, y'all, I sound like I'm doing the welcome at church. Anyways, welcome back to Girls on Another Level. If this is your first time listening in, thank you, thank you. Because you didn't have to click on here, but you did. And I thank you. But anyways, um, we're back with another episode. It took a little minute for me to drop this episode because so much has been going on in my personal life, dealing with school and work and all this other stuff. But I'm back now, okay? And I promise you, the consistency is coming back, okay? Because this is, it's been two weeks without an episode. It was, I had to talk to myself like, sis, what's going on? But anyways, you guys know that I usually start my episodes off with a scripture. But I, I know for a fact, it's not even me thinking. I know for a fact that this episode, once you guys listen that you guys are going to get encouragement from my special guests. So let's not even delay or prolong. Can you guys guess from the clip that I'm about to play what profession we're going to be talking about today? Take your hands off of it. Don't argue. Don't fight. Look at your neighbor and say, take your hands off of it. Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Pastor Angelique Simmons. So how are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely amazing. And yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. So we're going to just start off by, you know, allowing you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Um, I am Pastor Angelique Simmons. I pastor Total Victory Worship Center in Forest Park, Georgia. I also um, mentor, also teach, and I am also um, what they would call a um, traveling evangelist, itinerary preacher. Okay. So how long have you been in ministry? Um, Well, I've been in, when we say ministry, If we talk about um, preaching, it's been about 20 something years. But if we talk about just ministry period, because I've done different aspects of ministry, I've Mm -hmm. been a leader, um, uh, things of that sort before I even got married. So I've always been in ministry, um, been um, a missionary. And so um, preaching wise, 20 years ministry wise, I've been in ministry well over 30 years. How about that? Oh, wow. That's amazing. 
So because you were uh, ministering as in, you know, being a youth leader in other aspects of ministry, what was it like once you finally heard that voice from God and got the calling to actually start preaching and pastoring? Well, actually, um, if you if you're familiar with um, the story with David, David was anointed king before he even took the position. So years before he even became king, the Lord anointed him. So he knew this was his destiny. And I think sometimes um, the Lord will anoint us first before he places us in the position. And so as a young girl, I always knew that I perhaps would be a preacher, evangelist, but a pastor that wasn't in my agenda or my plan. Um, so as I progressed in ministry, those things became um, um, more, God started opening up my eyes, giving me insight, uh, like uh, this is the path that I'm taking you. That wasn't something I knew per, um, beforehand. It's something I grew into. If we know the story of Joseph, Joseph knew he was a dreamer. He knew that um, his brothers would one day um, bow down to him. He didn't actually know all the details of what would happen to him, how that would end up. He just knew some parts of it. And I believe God tells us things in part. He doesn't tell us our whole story. Some things um, come later as we walk out our, our, our destiny. I believe I'm still walking out my destiny. I believe you're still walking out your destiny. And so God allows us to walk out destiny. And as we walk out destiny, um, he throws certain things in. Oh yeah, this was part of the plan. Um, I, I showed you preacher, but um, I was adding pastor. I showed you preacher, but I was adding um, prophet, you know. Mm -hmm. And progress, um, what happened I wasn't really preaching, preaching. I was um, preaching every now and then. And so my late husband um, saw, knew that um, me and him had discussed about me um, perhaps one day um, preaching. And so um, he had asked me to uh, preach like two Mother's Days. And, and so that in turn, um, people started asking me um, to come do women's services, to do youth services. And then um, he decided like, okay, um, this thing is really on you. And I think we need to go ahead and ordain you, give you a license. So you won't be out here bootleg preaching. <laughs> and so you need a license. And so he, he licensed me. And after he licensed me, um, about a year later, he got sick. And so he asked me to do most of the preaching in the morning and the teaching on Tuesday night Bible study. And so I evolved into it. I wasn't, um, I was okay um, being a first lady, what they call in the church world, um, when you're married to a pastor. So I was okay being a pastor's wife, second row, you know, mm -hmm. um, over the women's ministry, a part of the youth, um, youth ministry, um, help leading the youth ministry, help leading 
um, the women's ministry because youth was a youth, um, the youth ministry was my passion. And when, before I got married, I was a part of the youth ministry. Um, like I said, youth leader. And so that was my passion. So when I became married and moved to Atlanta from Washington, DC, and so the, the things that, um, ministries that I worked in was the women's ministry and also the youth ministry. And so that's how that um, grew. And so then when he became sick, I became working um, more in ministry. My kids were more school age, so I could do more in ministry because my plan was to start a daycare center to help the church make some extra um, finances. And so, and our building was big enough. So I was going to school to be a teacher. I was going to be a teacher. And after he passed, I was like, okay, um, Lord, what is next for me? And then the Lord started saying um, to pastor. And so I started pastoring his church. Um, I became the um, interim pastor. And then two years afterward, I moved and um, branched off and started my own church. Oh, wow. That's an amazing story. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So what would you say to someone um, who has started hearing God's voice and has recognized that he's trying to lead them on a path, not necessarily giving them the full, you know, details of how they're going to get to their journey, but as they're in the process of it? You know, life happens, you know, sometimes we kind of become of the flesh and don't really do the godly things that we are supposed to do. So what would you say to someone who is along their journey and have kind of hit a stumbling block and are kind of contemplating whether they should continue to go the route that they're supposed to go on? I would tell them to pray and everything Um, to pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom because the Bible says um, in Proverbs 4 and 7, wisdom is the principal thing. In everything that we try to do, in everything that God is calling us to do, we need wisdom in how to do it. So wisdom gives us knowledge, understanding, and it gives us direction. And when you ask God for wisdom, he'll start showing you your why. And that's important. You have to know why you're called, why your your purpose for certain things. The thing um, I preached on Sunday about Esther and the thing about Esther, she did. I don't think she really understood her why she took on a role as being queen over um, um, Persia. But she didn't understand why the Lord was opening that door. I believe this. I believe when God opens a door for us, um, it's because he needs us in that door. Mm-hmm. He needs us in that door to fulfill our purpose. He needed David in the door to fulfill his purpose as king. And so he starts opening up doors for David, amen, to kill Goliath, right? And so David kills Goliath, but that leads him to be a warrior and leads him, the people now, to know who he is and the people to now gravitate him and have a heart for him and he in turn have a heart for the people and so now I can move into kingship so I need to understand my why why am I doing what I'm doing why God you've called me and after you ask the Lord for why and ask God why you why he has this um calling or 
mantle or this, um, even in a secular job. Why am I um, taking up this particular um, college as a major, this major in college? Why Why? Why am I drawn to this? It's gotta be a reason why you're drawn to teach. It's gotta be a reason why you're drawn to law. It's gotta be a reason why you're drawn to medicine. And we need to find out why. And I don't think oftentimes we may see certain things that we wanna do but to ask God, we need the passion and ask God, why am I drawn to this? And after you ask God, why ask God to show you the way? God never mm-hmm. gave us a why without showing us why, the way to our why. And so we need to ask the Lord the way. Esther needed God to show her the way. And so God gives her a plan to fulfill why she's, why are you in this uh, um, kingdom? And then as it unfolds, as it unfolds, she began to see she wasn't just being a queen to be cute. She was being a queen because God was going to empower her to save her people. And as she saved her people, the king now gives her and gives her power that she didn't have in the beginning of her journey. He gives her power and he empowers her. And so you have to know your why. You got to know the way and you must understand the weight of your call, the weight of your journey, the weight of what God is calling you, the weight of your, I say the weight of your anointing or the weight of why you're chosen. You have to know those things. And if you don't pray, you you, you can't get your answer. You need to ask God to give you keen um, hearing and keen eyesight. Mm, wow. I think. For me, I do, because I've grown up in the church, um, always been in the church. My grandmother is a missionary. My great-grandparents were pastors of their own church. So I've been in there, but as trying to be young and thinking, oh, well, eventually it's down, down the road, you know, I'll try to get saved. But I've come to realize now, and God has been speaking to me more, that you know, life is short. You don't have any time to wait. And I am really big on getting signs from God that if you ignore it the first time, the second time, he's only going to get louder. So, so I'm in my journey. Um, I've just realized, you know, holding myself accountable that I have not been doing what I need to do, praying as much as I should. So I am for my personal journey, I am working on that and it's been getting a lot better. Um, I'm starting to see clear more why I'm here and what I'm supposed to be doing. So I do really appreciate you for not just giving advice for people that will be listening, but for me as well. And, and, and you know, I, and, um, I know you're a young lady. And so oftentimes, and I, and I have young adults, as well, and so I'm, I've never been that type of parent um, to throw religion or to throw God on them. I believe that, like you said, you talk to God, you have a relationship with God. So, and I know that they have a relationship with God, but I also believe that God does things in timing. And so, I believe that God will move us in the time. Um, in his timing to, and he will direct us. And I know, um, you know, when you're young, you want to just, you know, I'm too young. I want to do my thing and I want to, you know, um, 
I'm too old, I'm, I'm too young for this and all of that. But I, I, I know that the Lord um, has a way of drawing those who he, who he loves. You know, he has mm-hmm. a way of drawing us back to him. He has a way of um, lining our lives up with what his will and purpose is. Um, they said, well, Pat, my, my kids always say, well, mom, you always been in church. Well, I got saved at 12 years old. Okay. I, 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 um, got saved at 12. Yes. But it has been a challenge as a young teenager. Um, and so I went through my challenges as a young adult, um, trying to find my way. And yes, I accepted, um, okay, this is God and this is what I want. Um, I want a relationship with God. And I start fashioning my life at 19. I don't expect my 19-year-old daughter or um, 20-year-old and a half-year-old daughter to do the same things that I do. I feel like everybody has to find their own path. And I just pray, put them in the hands of the Lord. And I just believe if the Bible says train up a child and once you train them up in the way that they should go, eventually they will fall back to um, their relationship with the Lord. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't know that <laughs> your kids were on the same age as me. So I know they kind of can relate a little bit to what I'm personally going through with my, my journey, even though, you know, they have a different path. We can kind of relate a little bit because we're close in, <laughs> in age. Um, so we're going to take a little uh a shift and we're going to talk about your church so where is it that people can find you in your church services if they may be interested in taking a visit um our church is located at 1320 rock cut road forest park georgia um you can also find us on facebook total victory worship center um, total victory, I think, and then it's WC. Uh, um, then uh, we are on Instagram, total victory um, on Instagram. Also, um, I am on Twitter, Angelique underscore Simmons. I'm on Instagram, Angelique, spell A N G E L I C underscore Simmons, S I M M O N S. I'm also on Facebook. I have three Facebook pages. Um, <laughs> before there was Instagram, before there was Twitter, there was Facebook, and they only allowed you um, five thousand at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, friends, and so I had so many friends, so I had to get two pages, and then it kept growing, and so now I have three pages. So I have Pastor Angelique. Simmons, then I have Angelique Simmons dash pastor, and now I have Pastor Angelique Simmons Ministry page. <laughs> so you can find me on all of those um, sites, and then I have a website um, that's www.angeliqueministries.org, and so that too. Okay. So what's a day in the life like of a pastor? I know Sunday school, then you have Sunday service. You might have a speaking engagement after. So what is not necessarily your day in the life, but what is a typical week like for you? 
um, typical week. Well, Mondays used to be what we call the preacher's day holiday Mm -hmm. because we work all day on Sunday. And so we rest on Monday. So most preachers would rest on Monday. But since the pandemic, um, I've been doing Monday through Friday. um, And then some other things will come up during the week. And so Monday through Friday now looks like um, 5 a.m. prayer from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Um, I, I'm, I'm into fitness and wellness. So um, I'm going to walk, um, exercise, and then I have um, to work, read, um, study, um, because the workman needs to show himself approved. The workman needs not to be ashamed. So I have to study and I have to read um, so that not only the word, I have to read other things to help um, shape my thought, to shape ideas and to help me um, with my messages to um, those who would listen. And so I, I just, I want to be prepared. And so studying is a big part of this. Prayer, um, not only 5 a.m. So my day really starts at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> in the morning because, and I haven't taken sometimes I don't take a nap and, and it keeps on going. So I may get up at four and my day uh, may not end to about 10, start winding down. So prayer, reading, my own personal time. I have to get up before I pray with the others. So I have to have my own personal time. I have my own personal time. Then I pray. And then after I pray, I just um, sit down, meditate, um, meditate on what the prayers meditate on the word, read all of these things, and then um, start building for building for the month. Um, you want to build, not, not just, well, some people may, I don't, I build for that week or try to build for that month. And so most times I'm already into the next month, and that's what I'm trying to do, be into the next month, and then building, you know, as mm-hmm. I go, because you want to be ready uh, before Sunday hits. And then you have Bible study. And so you want to be ready for that Tuesday. And so um, I think I'm busier since the pandemic because um, I'm reading and um, you want to give them um, a little something, a little word to hold on to the, in their day. And so you're, 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 you're asking God to give you something for the 5 a.m. You ask the Lord, give me something for Bible study. And you ask the Lord, okay, God, I need you to give me something for, um, what do you want me to say to your people on Sunday? And so it's a build mechanism. I I, I build and you continually, you build and build and build and build. And so that's my typical day. Um, My downtime, I try to get some, I feel guilty when I'm not working. Mm -hmm. And so I have to make myself um, take a break and listen to some music or um, take in, I'm a movie buff or take in a good movie. And then I am also writing. And so I'm um, taking this time to write. And so I got some books and things that I'm writing as well. So my day is full. And I cook. And so I don't want my children to have to really go out and eat in um, restaurants. I, they may not be as um, clean, you, you know, I'm trying to be yeah. 
And so I'm cooking as well. So that's my day. (laughs) (laughs) That is a jammed packed day. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So with all that you have going on with trying to find your personal time and still cater to your congregation, your family, how do you continue to grow your personal relationship with God? Um, My prayer time is very, very, very important. And not just praying, asking God for things, praying in reverence who he is in your life and listening as well for um, direction. So that's very important. Reading the word, applying the word, not just being a listener, but also applying the word in my life. Um, um, Just um, also not only reading is important, worship is important. Um, Reading, worship, prayer is important. And then um, what's also important um, getting, I think it's important that a, 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 um, reading is important, of course, but I also um, listen to other people of like the Bishop, uh, Bishop Jakes or um, a Pastor Hannah. I feed myself. Um, you know, I, it's, 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 it's very important that we go to conferences mm-hmm. um, uh, that will speak to where you are And so I also go to conferences that will help me in my pastorship, also will help me in my leadership. And also, um, I want to always be growing and expanding. You want to always expand and grow. Um, You want God to enlarge your territory, but you want him to enlarge you as well. Enlarge you, enlarge your thinking, enlarge your creativity, enlarge your thinking capacity. And so... I stretch myself. You got to stretch yourself um, and you got to get poured into because if you always pouring out, that means you're emptying out. And so if you always emptying out, what then um, would you get have to give if you pouring out always? You need to be poured into as well. And so I um, also, you know, listen to certain speakers, mm-hmm. um, Christian speakers, but secular speakers. I want, because I want to grow my mind. I want to grow myself physically. I want to grow myself financially. I want to grow myself spiritually. All of these. I want to be whole. Um, I want to deal with the whole man. We should always want to deal with the whole person, not just a, a religion is one of one our relationship with God, not just religion, but relationship with God is one, just one aspect of who I am. But I want to grow. Um, I want to be um the Bible says he gives us power to get wealth. How do I get that? Um, uh, wealth and health and um, wellness um, shall part of be your journey as well. That's my thought pattern. Okay. I never really thought about it until you said, you know, you pour out, you pour out to all of these people that it leaves you empty. So I'm really thinking, you know, on with my pastor and my first lady at my church you know how much it really takes to really follow in the word of God and and preach to people it's it's a lot but you were called to do it and I think God is giving you enough to where you can handle it and still have time for you as well so it's just amazing to kind of hear the day-to-day and how you kind of unwind and have time for yourself as well 
Yes, I, I believe as an individual, we should always build ourselves. I look at different, um, I look at like the musician, I look like, I look at the artist, I look at, um, I am a lover of um, sports. So basketball is my thing, um, football. Um, and so I look at these individuals who, this is their craft. And um, pastoring, preaching is my craft. And while um, LeBron or Curry, Stephen Curry or anyone in the football world, Wilson, um, anybody in the football, Peyton, all of them, they have to work on their craft. They mm-hmm. have. They are constantly working on themselves. Um, I watched um, Instagram and I saw... Um, LeBron working out, making sure he's he's working on his techniques, working on his um, his body, because this is how he makes his money. We as a preacher, if you call to ministry, you should be doing the same. You want to be your best. You don't have to be the best, but you want to be your best. And I've always um, have um, told the Lord, I want to be the best Angelique I can be. How can I make myself better? How can you make yourself the best at whatever you're doing? Wow. Yeah, that is amazing. And a lot to think about. There's always room for improvement. So definitely. Improvement and growth. We should always be learning. That's amazing. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) As we kind of wrap up a bit, um, what are some plans you have for your future as a pastor? Um, I am going to continue to, um, as a leader, to see who, number one, souls is most important. And my ability to, to, to reach the masses. And so I'm working on avenues and things that will help me broaden my reach um how can I impact my community is going to be key um I've already um adopted schools in my church's community so those are things but I want to um touch my community as much as possible if God places a ministry in a certain community then that I believe that ministry should Find out how you can be, uh, um, how you can be an asset, and how can you impact that community. So I want to always in, um, impact my community through um, not only giving them fish, but helping them to fish. And so I have um, future plans. Um, we already um, feed about a hundred a week, and so oh, wow. my plans is to um, start after day, after school care, um, also adult care, teaching, having where they can come and um, build their skills or if, um, cause the community that I'm in, um, there's a low um, education um, graduating um, capacity. So what I wanna do is help them get a GED or diploma and then training um, for them to expand themselves. Um, and maybe that may lead to a college 
um, degree or something. So I want to impact them in that way. I want to um, also um, start mentoring programs um, as well to help young ladies find their way. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are some of the things that um, I want to do um, to help um, touch individuals. And so um, there's some things that I'm working on business-wise also because you want to grow um, and you want to help. And anything that I'm doing, I want to help um, others in any way that I can help. So I'm looking um, to expand in those avenues um, to have not just after date after school, but um, giving them an alternative, um, not just to be at home, but coming and maybe uh, you can find um, piano lessons at our church or um, drums or um, dance or step, giving them another um, alternative, um, just getting uh, helping that particular community grow. And whatever the Lord has, um, far as uh, people are calling me for certain things. And so whatever the Lord doors, the Lord's opening for me to be of help. Um, to other women. I'm on different women groups and um, ministries, not just at my church, but um, I'm connecting with other um, people, co-laborers, and we're joining together and we're trying to um, help not just our communities, but help um, other young ladies grow because what you have to Um, my um, first, my co-pastor, my spiritual mom says this. She says, um, you should have, as a woman, you should have where you can reach back and pour into somebody. You should Mm -hmm. have individuals that are on the same level that you are on, that you can um, glean from as well. And, but you also need somebody that you can reach up to. And so, we're trying to, I'm trying to do all of those things. Reach, draw my hand back and find those women that I can work with um, to help um, getting into real estate and all of that stuff. So not just the church, but um, I got some other things that are in the works as well. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to see what all that you accomplish um i want to say you are already reaching masses because i usually don't even get on facebook anymore and i just happened to see you know you had a video posted and i kind of watched it a little bit and went on your page and i was like this is amazing because a lot of times a lot of friends that i speak to they kind of don't recognize that there are a lot of female women pastors and so it just is very encouraging you know to me and for people that are going to listen to this episode that women we're doing it all so (laughs) I want to say we see you and I really appreciate you for taking the time to share your journey and your story so that way you know someone's going to get something out of this episode 
whatever it is you know to each its own but someone is going to get something out of this episode <laughs> well that is my hope and desire and i thank you for just allowing um taking the time to um want to interview uh, me i say thank you um and i my prayer for you is that you um expand even your journey and my prayer for you is that um, whatever you're asking God to do in your life, that he will um, make it happen for you, give you the ability and empower you to make it happen. And um, it's not too big. Um, you know, God uh, know how to conquer big things. And all he needs us to do is to fall in line. And he'll do the rest. He'll help you conquer whatever the big things that you may see um, that you want to um, do in your future. And so I'm praying for you. I'm believing God for you. And um, my prayer is with you that God will continue to open up doors um, for you, the right doors, and that God will um, cause the right connections for you um, that you need um, as you go along in your life's journey and destiny. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that so much. You're so welcome. All right, guys. So, of course, we have to do the business spotlight. And this spotlight is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's not necessarily a business or a side hustle, but it's a career. It's something that this person is passionate about. Um, and yeah, we're just ready to get it out there. So this spotlight is going to go to Somalia. She is a singer slash songwriter here out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she has a new single called Risk It All that has just come out. Um, so I'm going to play a little snippet of it, but you guys can find the full song on SoundCloud. If you want to follow her on all social media platforms, she has Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that. <laughs> but um, you can find her on Instagram at The Somalia Show. Also on Twitter at The Somalia Show. You can catch her on Facebook and YouTube at Somalia Ramen. And her SoundCloud is Singer Somalia. So once again, I am going to play that snippet. Make sure you guys listen because it's a good song, okay? I heard the full song. So I'm just going to play this little snippet for y'all and y'all going to have to do the rest now. Thank you guys again for tuning into this wonderful episode. I hope you guys got something amazing out of it and I will catch you the next time.